cool thing happened <gasps> that I, oh my gosh. So yes. Um, on Friday, I was um, doing a school visit mm-hmm. um, and the school was just outside the New Forest, um, where, which is a place I'd never been to before. It's like south, like we, it was like two hours south of London mm-hmm. um, is a forest area, as the name would imply. But they have wild horses <gasps> in the New Forest and I've yes. never seen wild horses before. I will put the video up on our Instagram <laughs> because I, you can kind of hear me losing my mind in the video. Um, but they're just like galloping beside the car. Aww. Like, like we're just driving and then on my left and right are just galloping horses. Wow. They're so beautiful. And it was just kind of wild. There were moments we were driving and they'd just sort of come onto the road and start running beside us. Wow. Like cyclists do, but, yeah. but it was horses. <laughs> horses. Oh my God, wait, I'm just realizing I had a very similar experience happen. No we, way. We uh, were driving... <laughs> We're driving to my parents' place in Arizona for New Year's, and it had us take a route I've never taken, and it was kind of on this, like, kind of desert road in the middle of nowhere, and all of a sudden, I literally said also, I was like, I'm gonna turn on my high beams in case, like, uh, in case there are any animals, and, like, a minute later, they were just surrounded by wild donkey. No. (laughs) Wait, wild donkey? Yes. Like, and I didn't even know that apparently, so I, and then I Google, it's like near Lake Pleasant. Apparently it's one of those, like there were donkeys there, they got out and now there's like just a ton of wild donkey that live over there. And kind of similar. We were just like, oh my God. And it was nighttime. So we were like driving, like there's no one else on the roads. We yeah. were driving and we were like trying to get pictures and they were just kind of staring at us. Like what? Please go. I know. Obviously, like I kind of knew that donkey like could be wild, but. <laughs> I, you know, you just don't think of. No, I don't know. It just, it just kind of never crossed my mind that that would Same. be a, a thing. Like we, I, my, it's one of those things that we saw, and I said like donkey, and then I was like donkey. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? What do they? Because also these are like these are the big donkey. Also, you know, like you've there are the small donkey that are often at like fairs or like kids. You can interact with them at like a petting zoo, and these were mm-hmm. like full on. Like big, they're almost the size of a horse. They're big. Oh, they were just chilling. Yeah, just walking around. You know what makes me really happy when I see animals like that? Like, because I was thinking when I saw the wild horses, you know, they they like to hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, it's quite sweet how social they are of their own accord. Like, like the horses that one would gallop and then the other would kind of gallop off. Like, wait, wait for me, and then another would be like, hey, wait for us, and then they'd all kind of like. Watching them hang out makes me happy. Yeah. How many How many donkey were there? Oh, God. Like, a lot. Uh, really? I mean, Just like it, a herd? Yeah, it was hard because it was dark, but, like, at least 30. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Minimum 30 donkey. Crazy. Like, yeah, it was. So, I love that we both had so the cool. same. <laughs> Wild, we had the same experience. Somehow, just name alone, it's like yes, wild horses, and then like wild donkey. There, <laughs> they all sound like donkey from Shrek in my mind. He really do, yeah. yeah. He really hurt their PR. Like he did. perhaps we would see them as equally because you know, like the donkey, the humble donkey that carried yeah. Jesus into Bethlehem, <laughs> has now. <laughs> in the zeitgeist been taken over by you know in, in the morning can i stay I'm with you waffles <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
That's how they all sound. You know what else got layers? Hate God layers. <laughs> Parfait. Everybody loves Parfait. I mean, I was obsessed with Shrek. That's a great so. me too. <laughs> Of course, that's we were. a great film. I loved Shrek. That was one of the ones that we watched over and Same. over and over again. Yep. Like wore out the VHS. Same. Yes, watched I was just saying so we had on the VHS times. and just it was constantly on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also Same. one of the first I remember like sitting in the theater of that movie, and like we watched, and I just remember being like, I didn't know movies could be this funny. Like, yeah. I just I just remember like losing it and just being like, they, I could I couldn't. I was having so much fun. There are a few movies that have done that. Like in the theater yeah. where you're just like, oh my God. Yeah, it was really unique, wasn't it? Yeah. Shrek? Like it, it, it was really, it was really funny. Really funny. I didn't, really funny. I just, the kind of funny where like, I didn't know they could do this. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And Shrek 2, also great. also great. For me, that's where it, it, I, that's for me that that's the franchise. Yeah. I kind of don't really bother well, with the rest of them. Hear me out. The new Puss in Boots movie? Yes, because you said this at the time that it made you cry. And then Michael also saw it and it made him cry too. Yes. So. Phenomenal. Yeah. Highly recommend. Okay. Had, um, did not expect it to be so good. So. Yeah. Very existential apparently. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, those two. Because for me, the second one as well, Jennifer Saunders is the fairy godmother singing I Need a Hero. Yes. And that red sparkly dress is just iconic. It's great. So, yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, so that was 2024's year of Shrek. I yes, absolutely. Shrek um, and then what else has been happening? Oh, Percy just keeps peeing on our bed. No, she just keeps peeing <sighs> on our bed. And just if anybody has any thoughts, yeah, on what to do about this, I'd appreciate them. I've tried. So yeah, we've done the whole like cleaning everything with like the enzyme mm -hmm. cleaner mm -hmm. um so hopefully that that's gonna stop working yeah um we're just keeping her out the bedroom for now because unless like so we let her in when we're going to sleep mm -hmm. she never does it like when we're in the bed right it's just when at some indeterminate part of the day she'll do it mm -hmm. um We've given her a, let a litter box in the bedroom as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So hopefully she's like, oh, okay, I can go in here I'll instead. Yeah. Um, I read somewhere that like feeding them treats in the area that they keep peeing in is good because right. they're associating it with, That's good. with toilets. So yeah. been feeding her treats in bed, which obviously she loves. <laughs> yeah. She's a spoiled brat. <laughs> So that's fine. And you've ruled that it's yeah. behavioral, right? You like, it's not, you, you did yeah, all the, it's that not, stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's not, Um, she's not ill. She's been vet chat. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see like, also if it, if it's kind of a result of like all of the holiday shuffle mm, and if maybe. she's distressed and now Quite that possibly. you're home and back the, to normal, she'll be like, okay, great. That's yeah, like the first time she ever did it, which was like months ago, was when we got, a new piece of furniture mm -hmm. and apparently that can trigger some oh, yeah. changes in the environment. Yeah, they hate that. So she, that, yeah, so that's what started it, which is like so rude. It's like, <laughs> what? So we can't even get like a new table now? Yeah. Like, are you joking? It's a nice table. <laughs> it's a really nice table. Um, And also she was, she was like lying all over the table. Um, yeah. Because the table has like, it's like a console. It has little nooks and crannies. She loves getting inside the nooks and crannies, but then we just pee on our bed anyway. Yeah. Um. 
And then the next time she did it was when we took out the Christmas tree. Right. So I think also just again a change yeah, environment. Because I'll say so so Maud has struggled in the past with this. She's she's been really good lately, I think. Like things have evened out enough to where she's calm, but like various parts of, of Maud's life this has happened. So A, like mm. don't I feel like don't, you know, per, it's not a <laughs> super unique and unsolvable. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's always for Maude, it's just stress related and like, yeah, changes. Like it happened again. The most recent one, I think, is when we got Cricket. And okay. she had a few, a little like, just like, whoa, I don't know who this guy is. I'm just going to go. I'm going to be sure. here. So, so you know that this is freaking me out. And then, you know, once she realized that Cricket was pretty neutral, she was like, OK, fine. Like, I won't be on the stuff anymore. Um, and same thing, like whenever, when we first moved here to this place, mm. she would do it. I think just like, she was like, I don't know where I am. And like, I'm going to pee, you know? So yeah, that's fair. I totally get I do that. think yeah. it is just like, cha- that she's stressed by something, change, change and you know, especially Change stresses her. She's yeah. a very anxious cat anyway. Mm-hmm. She's such a lockdown cat. Cause mm-hmm. obviously like the, her first two years, there was zero change. It was me and Michael and her in the house all the time. Mm-hmm. No, nobody else nothing ever happened yeah it was just us and seinfeld always so <laughs> i think now so she's just had trouble like adjusting to like to normal my like regular like life but yeah yeah for new for new stuff so yeah but i think the thing that's hard is obviously like once they start once they've done it a couple times yeah it starts to become a little bit of a habit and yeah. we're just trying to break yeah i definitely think that enzyme stuff at least in my experience, helps because they stop, it stops smelling like their pee. Great for you also because it doesn't smell like cat pee, but I think it's good for them too to like, you know, it doesn't smell like their own pee. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, hopefully that is something that will get sorted soon. Um, Because yeah. And then, and then, and then she'll like, she'll do it and then we'll do the whole rigmarole of like, Cleaning the mattress and flipping the mattress and changing the sheets and yep. putting on new sheets. And then we get into bed. She just like hops in, snuggles in between us, <laughs> looks up at us with her big eyes, like, love you guys. Oh. We're like, you. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't even be mad at you because like, you don't know that you've done anything wrong. No, but still. And you're so cute the way you're looking at me right now. But also like, dude. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just like, please. Uh, it's so hard. It's also just like <laughs> such a bad smell. It's like, such a bad smell. <laughs> it's so bad. I just like I'll give dogs this. Like even when Cricket does his little like marking, like dog pee does not smell nearly as bad as cat pee. So true. Like it is such a distinct like the like ammonia smell of it. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Oh my it's God. really, really bad. So I'm sorry that's happening to you. Um yeah it's yeah it is just it is such a bad smell. it's so powerful it's just like it's so it really it's hard to clean is. so yeah but there are solutions yeah. yeah yeah how are yours how's everyone over there they're good we uh yeah so we drove to arizona brought the dogs um nice it was good my uh so because my mom has the best hound flash and it was really funny seeing cricket because he's never met him before and we i knew though i was like first normally cricket hates bigger dogs but flash is so passive 
that yeah, I was Basset like, Hounds. He's, he's about Basset Hounds even count as bigger. Like, yes, like it doesn't. He like he met him. He like pan, like freaked for a second and then went, oh, this guy's this is barely a dog. This guy's just yeah, kind of standing. It's a beanbag. <laughs> So that was fine. He did. He never really warmed up to my uh, my mom's boyfriend that lives there because he was asleep when we arrived already because we got in really late and then went to work really early. And I, we tried to be home, but we were gone when the dog, like we left the dogs with my mom and we're gone when Jerry, my mom's boyfriend, got home from work. So mm. for cricket, he was like, who is this guy? I haven't seen him. Where are my people? Where are my people? And like, you know, he's not great with men. And so he never just, he was always just like on edge. He was like, I don't know. I don't know if this guy should be here still. Why are you all acting normal? Like, and I was like, he lives here, Cricket. This is where yeah. he lives. But um, other than that, they did really good. They're so, well, you know, they did fine. They, <laughs> they, they were themselves in a way that was like, it's, you know, it's hard to travel. And, um, but they're so good in the car. And that's mm. one thing that I'm like constantly like, sure, they get barky, but like they're really good. Like that's a long, it's an eight hour car ride. Yeah, that is and long. they're just fine. I don't think I'm good over an eight hour <laughs> yeah. car ride. Like, and like I'm obviously grumpy, we st- I need snacks. <laughs> yeah. Like we stop and like let them out a bunch of times. Of but course. yeah, it's it's a long car ride and they're just like, okay. And they just like get in their little dog beds and go back to sleep. And it's like, Aww. it's really nice that they're so like, so trusting. I was like, great. Yeah. Um, and now anytime they love going with us places and they keep doing this thing where like, we're about to leave and they sneak out the door and run to the car. And I have to be like, no, you can't come. It's not a whole <laughs> trip. <laughs> like, I'm going to the grocery store. That was so cute. It's really cute. And it's really heartbreaking really being sweet. like, I'm sorry, not, it's not that kind of, I'm not doing anything like that. Yeah. I, whenever I shut the door and Percy will have like run to the door and then she'll kind of, oh, huh, she does this thing as I close the door where she peers round the door as Aww. I'm closing it. And it honestly <laughs> is so, it's actually manipulative. It really like it's actually manipulative <laughs> of her to do that to me because it's like, okay, I'll just never leave the house ever again. Yeah, that's fine. If you're going like, to peer around a corner like that. It's so like looking at me with her eyes, like what? Where are you? Where are you going? Yeah. Awful. <laughs> um, we have a super fun guest on today. Yeah, uh, Jeremy Bent joins us. Um, you might know Jeremy from Mission to Zix, but Jeremy has a new podcast uh, coming out very shortly on Maximum Fun here called Your Evangelists, and we learn all about it, and also. Of course, Jeremy has a dog named Nessie, and uh, I guess we should just such get into a good it. name. It's so good. It's so good. So good. Uh, so let's let's go jump into that. Jeremy, we're so excited to have you on the show today. You've delighted got to be here. A new podcast. You've got an old podcast that is well loved, but more importantly, you have a dog. I do have a dog. Ugh. Yes. Tell us everything. Okay. <laughs> it's my first dog. So I, I am a little, yeah, Whoa. I did not. Wow. My brother and I asked for a dog like every year as kids. And my parents would mm. be like, okay, we'll think about it. Yeah. And then inevitably like two weeks later, they would come back and be like, 
it's a no. It's <laughs> and we're like, oh, God, oh, wow, I thought we had it this year. <laughs> so we we had like fish, mm-hmm. um, and we did have we did have gerbils for a while. That was like a a sort of fascination of like in our neighborhood. A lot of kids had them, so we got my parents were like, all right, fine. Oh, it was like I, a neighborhood trend. It was yeah, like, like, I, I like know Tamagotchis, the reason... but like actually alive. <laughs> yeah. I, I know we wanted them because our friends that we used to like go to their house after school, like they got gerbils. And I think maybe there was a litter of gerbils. And so we're like, mom, dad, we could take some of the gerbils. It's like, it's just not even going to cost anything. Like, we'll... <laughs> And so we had gerbils for a little while. And we did, that was like my, that was like the first pet I remember having that was like my, yeah. I had a gerbil for me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Cause I also had gerbils and I don't know many other people who had them. I feel like that maybe it was just a select thing because a lot of people yeah. had hamsters, but gerbils were special. They had little tails. I had a hamster after I had a gerbil, but gerbils, yeah, gerbils are like big mice kind of, but they're not, <laughs> yeah. they don't get to that rat size. No. They still look very mousy. mm -hmm. A girl in my class said she had gerbils. And she said that if you you pick them up by their tails, their tails disconnect. No, that I is don't that believe not that true? is true. I, I, I heard that that was like a like a thing that they'd evolved, it, like as a I guess as a prey animal, prey animal, oh, like to think, just separate from their tails. Like that I mean, was a not, thing that went around my school. You're not supposed <laughs> to pick them up by their tails. Sure, sure, but I was always told that that was because huh. they just separate from their tails and run off. So here's here's my guess on that is that growth mom was like well you can't pick them up by the tail because if you pick them up by the tail it'll come off like that's how it works oh, and then that girl was like think- okay yep all right i won't ever do that and then sort of made this story in her head because i made don't it like think actual biology <laughs> yeah okay I um, if- it's like mice it's like it's yeah. attached to the body i guess if you yeah i've learned you know. there's something called gerbil tail slip um where if there's an injury or trauma to the tail uh, the tail, it like basically, it will tell the gerbil like, "Hey, your tail's no good. You might, this might need to come off." Wow. Okay. Oh. So, so maybe I'm wrong. But you I don't think. Well, I, but I think it's later. Because the way like... that, yeah, the way it was described to me was kind of like, um, like just like a detachable tail, like a quick release tail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A quick release tail. Exactly that. <laughs> like press the red button and just. <laughs> so nice. This this gerbil tail slip sounds like okay. You've got a gangrenous tail. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna, yeah. It's yeah. Like, that yeah, like seems self good. Amputation. <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. Like, yeah. As okay, opposed cool. to like a snap off tail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That seems not so good. Yeah. So yeah, I had I had gerbil. I had a gerbil. His name was Ace. Mm-hmm. And then I had a hamster. Cool uh, yeah. Whose name was Wally because he kept climbing the walls. <laughs> Wally was maybe like not super jazzed to be a pet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel a little bad about that. Yeah. Um, but then I like did not have pets for most of my adult life. Um, and then I met my wife who is a huge animal lover. Mm-hmm. Um, she grew up with dogs and uh, all sorts of pets. Uh, but we lived in New York City for a long time. So having a pet in new york is complicated like a lot of mm. landlords just straight up won't let you have one yeah mm. um but then the pandemic hit and we moved to los angeles uh <laughs> because we were slowly losing our minds yeah. in a like 500 square foot apartment in brooklyn that we were were not allowed to leave so we moved to la 
And literally, we moved to Los Angeles. We quarantined for 10 days because it was still, it was like early 2021, still COVID times, no vaccines. Mm -hmm. And on the 11th day, she's like, do you want to go look at a dog? <laughs> and I kind of I knew that was coming. Yeah. Like I was like, I knew she was like, we're going to get a dog when we go out there. Yeah. And I was like. That's I early though. <laughs> Yeah, like that's yeah. that's some genesis like and on the 11th day and the lord the says day, let there be dogs you know what <laughs> i mean like uh yeah i i was sort of like oh you don't want to like get the apartment set up first or like you know and she was like no do you want to go look at this dog and i also because i know my wife like i was also like what's wrong with this dog <laughs> yeah because she she is a real animal lover, and I think she's like, I want to adopt a dog that other people are not going to adopt. Mm -hmm. mm. And so she showed me, like, the pet finder profile for this dog, and the it's two, two pictures of this dog's face, and the dog looks kind of sad, and the profile is like, this dog needs surgery, no other information. And it was like... <laughs> Okay, okay, let's go look at her. Oh my god! No, not even uh, the type of surgery. If it's no, didn't specify. Is it cosmetic? No. Is it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. She needed a brow lift. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Hollywood, you know. No, it's how it is. You know, it's California. Yeah. Got to think about these optics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we on that eleventh day, we drove out. Um, to the west side and we met this woman who was fostering like five dogs and is clearly one of those people who is like she's in it for the long haul mm -hmm. she has a ton of dogs and like god bless this person yeah. because i'm sure all of these dogs would be in a horrible situation if they weren't with her yes mm. but i get there and like i as a kid there was a big dog on my block that was very loud and would bark when i was like on my bike or something mm -hmm. and so like i had some bad experiences and i was for a long time as a kid was kind of scared of dogs, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. big dogs. Mm -hmm. Um, but so we show up to this woman's house and it's like, <laughs> like all these dogs are like going nuts yeah. and I'm, you know, I'm an adult now. So I was like, this is fine. But I was also like, is this what my life is going to be like now? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, but so she sort of sits us down cause it's all outdoors cause it's still, still COVID times. Mm -hmm. And she opens her door and out trots this, uh, enormous German shepherd and she literally just like trot trot trots down and she comes right up to me and she just like leans her head oh. into my lap and I was the head like, lean yeah head lean. oh it was tough oh. and I was like, the, big, the big dog head lean that's mm. yeah yeah that's and hard so to say was, no to it, yeah I was sort of like oh well this one seems good <laughs> she seems like a good one mm -hmm. And so we hung out with her for like 20 minutes and they sort of ran through what her deal was. Um, and she's a German shepherd. She has hip dysplasia. So she mm -hmm. needed hip surgery. Aha. Um, wow. And then the next day we went straight back there and took her home. <laughs> um, it was very funny when we went to pick her up because uh, it was raining and we're from the East coast. So like rain is like, yeah, it's, that's fine. In California, things kind of shut down when it rains. People are like, oh, she's like, I wouldn't expect you to come out today. Mm -hmm. And we're like, that's fine. We'll, like, we'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, and she was like, well, you don't want to go to Petco today to pick things up. 
like, <laughs> it's not it wasn't even raining that hard we were just like so confused the stores are open we'd only, like, yeah we'd only been in la like two weeks yeah. and we were like what is wrong like of course we're gonna go to petco <laughs> but literally as soon as she saw us she just kind of made a beeline for us and was like ready to go mm. and so that was another sign where we're like i think i think this might be our this might be our dog yeah yeah and like roughly how old was she when you got her do you know so we they told us she was like four or five and okay uh she had she did have hip surgery the week after we got her which had been arranged by the rescue like they had a deal with oh, a, cool. an animal hospital we went to the malibu coast animal hospital which oh. is i as a human being have never been to a medical facility this nice um <laughs> Yeah, but those are some bougie pads. Yeah. Well, apparently Lady Gaga's dog mm -hmm. goes there mm -hmm. and like it's course. a it's a very upscale animal hospital. That's so funny. But we literally like dropped her off um and my wife was like having sort of a breakdown because we had just gotten this dog and then it's like, "Here, we're going to turn it over to this stranger and, yeah. and it's going to be bad." Yeah. But she went to this little like grocery mark marketplace by the animal hospital and she was crying and there were these big dogs and she, she was petting them at the market and the woman's like are you okay and she was like oh yeah no i just dropped my dog off for surgery and she goes oh malibu coast animal hospital and my wife was like yeah she goes dr dean is the best <laughs> and it was like okay, okay. All, right. all right and apparently these dogs had been to dr yeah. dean and it's like he's gonna she's gonna be fine yeah <laughs> and we got her back a few days later and she was doped out of her mind <laughs> yeah. and very happy to see us um they told us the recovery was going to be like two months and it was probably closer to like six months mm. yeah that's, wow. a, that's a big surgery but we were also like it was covid like we weren't going anywhere yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, so i was like all yeah. right yeah fine six months so i'm i'm lifting up this dog and bring and like carrying her down the stairs like three times a day and what we saying like how how big is she what what kind of reps are you doing here at the time she was like 85 pounds uh, a big girl. Me, she's she was big she was also partially big because that week we had her before the surgery like i said she had hip dysplasia and she had it really really bad yeah. in her rear right leg mm -hmm. which is where she got the surgery and it was like she would just be walking around her house and she couldn't take a step with that leg without it mm. kind of visibly hurting her yeah bless her yeah which is hard to watch yeah. um so like we were like well she needs the surgery but she couldn't like exercise very much yeah. you know so she was kind of chunky <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and so when when you're in a situation like that where you get a dog that needs surgery but the deal has already been now. made oh my god oh, oh she's beautiful she's, beautiful. she's, she's big too she's a gorgeous girl but she is yeah, also she is big. She big. <laughs> she big. <laughs> um so how does that work like do you pay for the surgery and it's but it's been like pre organized it's still, like i i think probably rescue to rescue it's totally different but this rescue mm -hmm. is like we have the deal with the animal hospital so we did not pay for that surgery okay that wow, was totally great. pro bono which is amazing because i'm sure that's yeah. expensive yeah i i yeah. feel like especially at that animal hospital <laughs> yeah yeah at the yeah. Malibu coast oh it's not <laughs> cheap i assume yeah no. yeah um also when they told us what they were going to do we were like what <laughs> yeah how do you know was, the details of the surgery like yeah so like 
they were like, okay, so she needs an FHO. And we're like, okay, yep, sure. What is that? Mm -hmm. And they were like, that's a femoral head ostectomy. And we're like, "Uh uh-huh, cool. What is that? (laughs) And that is, so like, you know, like a hip replacement in a human being, they sort of take out your leg and they like cut off the the ball of your, and they put a, a metal thing on there. Right. And then they put that back in and it heals up. What they do in a dog is take out the femur, cut off the ball, and then they just put the leg back in. Whoa. And you're like, but how? Yeah. Where's the There's part? no part there yeah. anymore. <laughs> and I guess in a dog, because, you know, they're not supporting their whole weight on just two legs, it's on four legs. Mm-hmm. It's not as, like, crucial for two to have the ball. And also, they'll just build up enough scar tissue Whoa. in the joint to have what they call a false joint. Sorry, this is very Look, I love like, this. Wow. This is no, this is so interesting. I, I was fascinated when yeah. they told me about it, but it was like, is this how we do it? Is this the right way to <laughs> fix a dog? Um, but that's part of why the recovery is so long. Right. Because like, she literally just has nothing in there and it has to just heal over multiple times to the point where it's like, it's not as strong as it used to be. But it also doesn't like cause her physical pain every yeah, two steps. Right. So she is she like bouncing about? Like she, well, that's a uh, excellent word choice because she really can't jump mm-hmm. anymore. Okay. She has a that vertical of about two inches. <laughs> okay. uh, and it's very funny. She'll like watch squirrels and trees and be like, "Here I go," <laughs> and it's like the shortest <laughs> jump you've ever seen in your life. She like she just can't do it really. So she we oh. probably won't see her in. The next Airbud franchise. No, okay. no, I think that that ship has sailed, <laughs> okay. unfortunately. But outside of that, she's very active. She's trotting around the house all the time. It clearly doesn't bother her anywhere near the level it used to. Uh, we've taken her on a few hikes, even though they're like, she'll never hike. And we've taken her on a few, and she gets tired and a little sore afterwards. But like, she can do it, and she loves a good like, you know, twenty minute, thirty minute trot around the neighborhood, which is really you know, all we were sort of hoping yeah. to get. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, and that's kind of good for you too, because, you know, that's yeah. a nice walk. You know, yeah. that's a nice walking it's a good, time. It's like her activity level is really kind of perfect for us because yeah. I take her out at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. And then like she kind of looks forward to her one big walk. And then after that walk, she's like, and good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. And then she's kind of chill for a few hours. And then maybe she'll want to like, chase the ball around a little bit yeah. around dinner time, but that's kind of it. She's like nice. content to just kind of flop around on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't said her name yet. I just realized. Oh my gosh, I know. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> so when we went to look at her, her, her name was Penny. Uh-huh. But we actually knew two other dogs named Penny. <laughs> and so we were like, well, we can't, I don't want to be another Penny. It's just mm. going to get confusing. Yeah. And so... We named her Nessie um, because my wife is a big fan of monsters, Yes, okay. uh, just in general. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, "She's this is the Loch Ness Monster. That's her full name. <laughs> nice. Yes. I um, love that. Yes. I love that so much. <laughs> so we call her Nessie. Uh, and I like to say we call her Nessie because she's dark and hard to photograph. So <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, <laughs> it sort of worked it's out. But name. she really does sort of feel like a Nessie to me. Mm-hmm. Um where it's like she's big, she kind of doesn't really know how big she is. She gets a little shy sometimes. Mm-hmm. It, it, I don't know. It, the name feels like it fits her. Yeah, I like it too because it, 
it has the ring of like a classic dog name, but I've never heard a dog named Nessie. Yeah, yeah it's somewhere in that Lassie zone. Yes, but, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, for sure. I love oh, that. I love, yeah, Nessie's such a great name for it, right? <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, well, yeah, that's well. All, all credit to my wife, but right. <laughs> I'll let her know. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with more from Jeremy and Nessie. Welcome, everyone. Step right up. We're going to heal you. We are the healers, Ross and Carrie. Yes, yes. You there. You look like you're upset. Come up here. Yes, you are healed because you've listened to our podcast. Yes. Have you been having trouble with demons? Are you sleeping too much? Too little? Just right? We have the solution. It is to listen to Oh Oh No, No, Ross Ross and Carrie. A show where we examine unusual claims. We show up so you don't have to. Find us on MaximumFun.org. We won't actually heal you. The human mind can be tricky. Your mental health can be complex. Your emotional life can be complicated. So it helps to talk about it. I'm John Moe. Join me each week on my show, Depression Mode with John Moe. It's in-depth conversations about mental health with writers, musicians, comedians, doctors, and experts. Folks like Noah Khan, Sashir Zameda, and Surgeon General Vivek Murthy. We talk about depression, anxiety, trauma, imposter syndrome, and perfectionism. We have the kind of conversations that a lot of folks are hesitant to have themselves. Listen, and you won't feel as alone, and you'll have some laughs, too. Depression Mode for Maximum Fun at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, how was it, as a person that didn't grow up with pets, like how was it for you adapting to having a dog? Uh, it, it was weird. Yeah. Because um, I, I never had a dog and I, I sort of was like, I as a kid I always wanted one. Yeah. But then, you know, I, I never had one. And so I, I, I also got very used to like living by myself for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so like when I moved in with my wife, I was like, Oh yeah, all right. You got a whole nother person <laughs> yeah. in here. They're gonna be up in your business all the time. Like, okay, yep. They asked me questions and Yeah, and you're like, Oh hey, I'm gonna go to my room and I was like, You're here. What's <laughs> like, and that a little bit, that's what, how it was with having a dog. Where, mm-hmm. I mean, for the first couple of weeks, we were so focused on like her surgery right. and like her recovery. It's like we were <laughs> after her surgery. It's like she really she was you doped up pretty hard for like the three days after the surgery. So she kind of thought she could still walk. And we had to be like, no, no, no honey, like you got to lay down. <laughs> but all of us were sleeping together in the living room. We had just made like a giant sort of like padded pile yeah and so she'd fall asleep in a dog bed my wife would be on a sleeping bag next to her i'd be on the couch <laughs> and we just so she wouldn't feel like the need to go to another room yeah, or something that's so cute it's that's honestly so it must have been cute. adorable but after like three nights yeah. we were like we gotta get back in bed our yeah. Are yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um but yeah th- those like first six months after surgery is like i was it was like a lot of time. Like Mm -hmm. I was carrying her around and she needed all kinds of like pills. And you had to like, we were, we did pay for the rehab, which is like (laughs) dog rehab is a thing you can do. 
where we would go drive out to this place on the west side and they would take our dog for an hour and then we would come back and she sometimes would smell like chlorine because they would do aqua therapy with her um and she was always very ready to leave but I actually think that really helped a lot. And they would be like, okay, so you got, when you take her home, you got to like stretch her. Mm-hmm. You need to rub on this like cream. You got to ice it. Like I was, you know, I was just doing all this stuff. I was really putting a lot of maintenance yeah. into this dog. Yeah. Like dog physio happening here. You know? yeah, yeah. And I was sort of a dog nurse yeah. for like yeah. a while. Um, but it also, that also helped because for the first couple of months we were in LA, it's like, you know, we were still looking for work and getting our apartment set up. And my wife had gone up to Portland to visit a friend of hers. So it was just me and this like ill dog. Yeah. And it was just a lot of time like on the couch together or taking these very slow walks around the neighborhood. And like I had to hold the leash in a very specific way so that she would put down that right that fourth leg. And so Aww. she would get her normal gait back. I had to watch how she would, if she like sat, on her hind legs i had to make sure she was sitting like squarely on her hind legs and not like kicking one out to the side because they're like it'll heal wrong if you... there was like a yeah. lot of stuff i had to pay yeah. attention yeah. to and i think it's probably a very watered down version of what it's like to be a new parent yeah where I it's like fair. okay okay well don't you can't leave her on her side she's gonna be on her back and it's like yeah, yeah. it's a little less <laughs> intense yeah but still because um, she was four or five so she knew how to do all the other stuff <laughs> yeah but it was, I, just, I was still but, a little like, oh man. But in fairness, I'm, my mom, who got a dog in, like a couple years ago, mm. says that having like a new puppy is harder than kids, in her opinion, because she's like, kids develop out of the phase where you're scared that you're going to like kill them, you know, <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. And also they learn how to like do their business in the right place and right, they speak. Yeah. They begin to like communicate their needs, mm-hmm. yeah, whereas the problem, obviously like yeah, the, the dog is still barking very and, soon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That is true. It takes babies like a year to really get to the point where they can like get away from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas a puppy, like within a couple of weeks, it's like they can be anywhere in yeah. your house. Yeah, true, you know, true, and it's like true. that's a problem. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like so, it's it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the one saving grace of Nessie is like while I was sort of getting used to being a dog owner, she couldn't, I mean, she still can't, but especially then it's like, she can't move very fast. Yeah. Her top speed is about like eight miles an hour. Yeah. So like a brisk (laughs) jog will catch you up to her like pretty quickly. Well, I feel like Uh, having to care for a dog that intensely right off the bat is maybe good because you don't really have time to have a lot of the normal anxieties that might come with a regular dog where you're like, yes. is she happy? Is she having fun? Like, is she, does she like, it's like, no, I have to do all these things. She's, we're getting through a thing. One, one thing I'll say about Nessie is she's a very, and, and Diana knows a lot. Diana's my wife. Mm. Diana knows a lot better than me because she has had multiple dogs, but she's like, this is the cuddliest dog I've ever <laughs> encountered in oh. my life. The dream. Oh. And like, she's very expressive so like she you know when she's having a bad time which yeah. is rare because <laughs> most of the time all she wants is to just like be on the couch with you watching tv and like slowly sort of worm her way closer <laughs> to you so that you can like scratch her head yep while you're watching tv and then she's like over the moon the happiest she gets is when both my wife and i are petting her at the same time <gasps> and she yes. just gets into this like 
<laughs> like she's in this blissed out state and you can kind of see on her face that she's just like it doesn't get any better than this <laughs> you know? so cute actually here that's I, so cute not, not to be that Please. dog owner but here's yes. a photo of her from be that dog owner it's it's this what is we're her from for. july 4th when she was really just like <gasps> oh she's she's so cute. okay we're gonna have to post that picture yeah. on our okay, instagram I'll, because I'll send it to you. because that is a happy happy dog yes. like, like i said she you is know thrilled <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not a mystery. It's so funny. No. I have one of my dogs, Crumb, is truly the opposite. He's got permanent, <laughs> like, he's thinking about the war face all the time. You know? <laughs> yeah. So you're like, are you okay? Like, what what happened, bud? So that's nice. And he's like, I don't want to talk about <laughs> yeah. it. He's yeah. Like, okay, he looks like right. he's having an existential crisis. Yes. Yeah. Like, Just like, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> a lot. Like, I think you have a really good life, but okay. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So and you so would, would does does Nessie participate in in the Eurovision season? Ah. Like, are we dressing her uh, up in outfits? Like, that's what are a we great question. About? She, I, I will say, she resists outfits. <laughs> okay, very fair. hard. Okay. We tried to dress her up the first uh, Halloween we had her, and it lasted for n probably not even ten minutes. I think <laughs> okay. we got we got like bat wings for her. Yes, and they were on her, and she was just like, I don't. I don't want to do this. And it was very quickly. She had sort of wriggled her way out of them. And we were like, okay, so maybe she's not a costume dog. And yeah. that's fine. That's fine. We did get her a bandana during the writer actor strike that yes. says strike dog, which she would <laughs> love wear. it. And we we're like, okay, that's, that's good. That's good. That's really good. Um, she does. When we watch Eurovision and we did watch it at my house last year, the mm -hmm. 2023 uh, um, Liverpool Eurovision she yes. does like to like have a big group of people all in the same room. Mm. I don't know that it has anything to do with Eurovision. Sure, sure, but sure. But if she's on the couch and there's like six people around her, she's like, "This is great." So a watch party. She's she's a fan big, of a watch, huge, a watch uh, party for New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah. We were just like watching the ball drop and stuff, and it was like maybe like seven or eight people at our house, and she was just on the floor getting belly rubs, and yes. she's like, "This is great." What a what a terrific way to start the new year. Yeah, absolutely. That's so cute. And I mean the reason I asked about Eurovision because I realize now that that was um that's going to be quite random if you don't have context. Yes. So can you tell us a little about your new podcast? Absolutely. Uh so I have a good friend uh, Dimitri who is like basically the biggest Eurovision fan I've ever met in America, which is yeah. and like you know the, your UK listeners might not know that, like, in America, we don't know about Eurovision. It's not. Yeah, I really was surprised when I heard that this was a podcast that was happening because I really didn't think it crossed the water. Yeah, it's I <laughs> we just had a friend of ours from Sweden stay with us over the holidays. And I told him what podcast I was making. And he was sort of like, but why are you doing that? <laughs> it's like if he started a podcast about, like, the NFL right. where you'd be like, yeah. But, but like what, How does this for what reason are you doing <laughs> yeah. that? And so Dimitri is like the hugest Eurovision fan I've ever met. But we, we were friends for like 10 years and I didn't know this about him. Oh. But then we had moved to Los Angeles and he lived in Los Angeles and he was like, hey, do you and Diana want to come over and watch Eurovision? And I was sort of like, I guess so. How long is it? And he's like, it's like four hours. <laughs> I was like, it is so long. And I was like, oh, okay. 
Um, but he did buy pizza, which kind of gets me. I'll go to anything. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. But so we watched 2022 Eurovision at his house, and it was very Ooh. fun. I don't think I was ready for how fun it was going to be. <laughs> um, and it's, I love, it is so fun. It's very it is fun. So fun. And it's yeah. like it's like weird and stupid and also yes. kind of beautiful at the same time. Um, so I, I got into it and I was like, I'll watch this every year for the rest of my life. Yes. And yeah. so, like I said, last year we were watching Liverpool at our house. Um, and he came, Dimitri came over and we were talking about like, Hey, maybe we should do like a Eurovision podcast. Cause you know, I've done some podcasts and he's, he's a funny guy. He's a TV writer. And I was like, Hey, maybe we should do that. And I, we were sort of musing about that. And like two weeks later, I saw a friend of mine who I hadn't seen in a very long time, um, Oscar Montoya, mm -hmm. who you Oscar's may great. know from HBO and stars is Minx, uh, among other things. He's a very funny guy. We met like 15 years ago doing comedy stuff in New York. Um, and we used to do musical improv together mm -hmm. in New York. Cool. And cool. yeah. so I, I ran into him for the first time in years and we were just talking about like, what are you up to? Like, what's going on? And, and we were saying, you know, getting each other caught up. And I was like, oh, and I'm kind of like working on this Eurovision podcast idea with my friend. And he was like, oh, you're not allowed to do that idea without me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Because unbeknownst to me during the pandemic, he had gone back and watched every single Eurovision from 1956 to the present. Yes. And I was like, no oh, way. Mm -hmm. No way. It's a lot. Like that's many, it's a many lot. hours. It's yeah. so like the show, like itself is long. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the, the thing that's good about Eurovision, in my opinion, is that it's once a it's year. Self -contained. Like you, mm -hmm. yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? You, you do it once and then you continue. You step away. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's like going back to watch all the Olympics. You know, yeah. it's like, what? That's so wow. many hours. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. But that was like his pandemic hobby. So he got sure. really into it. Dimitri, for reference, has every single Eurovision on like a backed up hard drive. Like wow. he's a super duper fan. He's insane. Wow. Wow. But then I was like, then I started to think about it. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, the three of us, I'm the Eurovision novice. Mm -hmm. They're the Eurovision experts. Mm -hmm. Oscar's also like, he used to be like a professional like hip hop dancer. So mm -hmm. he knows a lot about like choreography and stage. And like, Oscar does and, drag too on a key. Like, yeah, yeah and like, Oscar, yeah, like, he does, uh, he does like a drag race show yeah. at UCB out here in LA. And, and uh, it's just like, it was like, this is all the parts of Eurovision in one podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got the three of us together to chat about like, hey, what would this sound like if we did it? And literally within five minutes of Oscar and Dimitri sitting down, they're talking about like, oh, 1972, of course. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this is it. This is the show. It's the two of them. Like they know everything about Eurovision. And I'm the guy who's been like, wait, 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 slow down. Who, like, who are what we are talking, talking about? Yeah, What's yeah, this? you're the and voice I, of the listener. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just coming in and being And like, so our show, awesome. which we then pitched to Max Fun, was Eurovangelists, like, Eurovangelists wants to get Americans into Eurovision because cool. yeah. so many Americans love pop music, love yeah. drag, love mm -hmm. spectacle, love, you know, competition It's the campest shows. thing it's on so, television yeah, it's like ever. It's insane that we're, it's, we're not it's into it. high camp, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love Eurovision. Eurovision for me is very much, because it's always on in like May, which is here, yeah. it's like exam season. So the Eurovision was always the, the break in like studying or just as mm. exams had finished. So mm -hmm. I really associate it with like, okay, we're all gonna 
cram and then we're going then, to yay, we're, fun. a bar or someone's house to watch eurovision as like a yeah so, so oh, um, i have a real soft spot that. for it yeah. but um i that's a hilarious premise i'm so excited <laughs> to listen so yeah we're uh we the show starts january 18th mm -hmm. cool. and it's basically like we're gonna tell you an american everything you need to know about eurovision we're gonna like join you as we like watch like national finals we'll sort of get you prepped for the the grand final in may yeah we might dive into some eurovision history dimitri and oscar know like a million weird facts <laughs> yeah. about eurovision i'm so excited to I hear you talk about katie price i'm so excited to see hear like i don't know katie who that price. is but i know so if Dimitri was here, he'd be like, oh man, we're <laughs> definitely talking about Katie you, Price. You will talk about Katie Price. Because Katie Price, now she's like an enormous like reality TV star here okay, and a supermodel. Sure. And doing Eurovision kind of launched her career yeah, in this yeah, really yeah. wild and weird way. So I'm just I'm excited for for those moments of weird <laughs> Eurovision we got, history. We got a we we did a a guide to like national finals that you could watch online. Mm -hmm. And like Luxembourg is having a national final for the first time in 30 years. Wow. And so Dimitri is like, I'm hoping for a return of like, I guess one of Luxembourg's kick song, which is this song called Papa Penguin, which is literally <sighs> like an old man and a penguin. Yeah, like the perfect. penguin is singing a song about like, I want to go see the world. And you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> this is the most watched show in Europe. This is insane. Yeah. 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 That sounds about right. And then also, obviously, you've got like ABBA, you know? Yeah. So, and then ABBA. Yeah. It's like from Eurovision. Uh, so like it. <laughs> The range is huge. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really, and, and like, and even to this day, it's really like, like two years ago, or I guess three years ago now, this Italian band won with this really good hard rock song. And now they're like a regular band. Is that Maniskin? Maniskin. It's like, they're a regular and they're band so on the radio. Good. They're really good. <laughs> they're but they so won good. with like a heavy I rock know. song. Yeah. And then, Maniskin are great. Maniskin yeah. are like the, I feel like they, oh, I could talk about, Eurovision a lot, clearly. I, well, see, now it <laughs> yeah, sounds no, like there's a lot there. Man is gonna excellent. They they came at the right time. They're incredibly bisexual. Like it's just, oh, yeah. they were all, really the like, perfect storm. It's four like <laughs> extremely attractive people in one band, and you're just like, yeah. But yeah, they're I mean, all kind of androgynous it. and hot. Like it was yeah. like, it's a vibe. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah, I see. And it's like that is also part of Eurovision. That's like. Some contestants, you're just like, I mean, the song is fine, but like, oh my god. <laughs> one yeah, of right? the um, one of the rules of Eurovision, one of the like, it's a thing that they say every year is like, a like animals aren't allowed in the show, mm -hmm. yeah. and I think that's because one year someone tried to bring a gorilla on stage. Oh my god! Yeah, oh. I'm almost certain. I guarantee that that's Dimitri thing. would have the whole this backstory. Is, honestly, on this. yeah, this I'm gonna hide. Yeah, well, you know, in 1984 or whatever, and it's like, I feel like we yeah, have that perfect, sounds fully insane. Uh, a crossover episode with that, though. Yeah, <laughs> oh, maybe yeah. we should. <laughs> and the, the incident. <laughs> <laughs> the comfort creatures your evangelist crossover yeah, episode crossover. where we discuss the gorilla yes. <laughs> i'll run it by dimitri that's a fun I idea love that <laughs> uh, i do think that's a good rule though of like yeah no, no, there's sure. already so much crazy stuff happening on stage because <laughs> yeah. i feel like um, otherwise absolutely. like minimum you'd have people with like the snakes around them yeah, I mean, we've yeah. lived through the Britney era. Exactly. Snakes were, there was a moment. They had where their moment. Snakes were a thing. 
And they're not props. They're animals. They're you know? animals and yeah, of uh, often very dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of them aren't crazy about being props. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Is there anything else that you feel like the world should know about Nessie? Mm, Do you feel like okay. we have a good spectrum of Nessie? Um, okay. Uh, here's, and I got a good reminder of this this morning. Mm -hmm. One thing that Nessie loves more than anything in the world is when somebody has their phone and it is reflecting sunlight onto like the ceiling or wall, mm -hmm. uh, which we didn't discover until like a year into owning her. But some friends of ours were staying with us and one of them like reflected a light on the wall and she was just like, what the? <laughs> and, and she gets and now it's like anytime it happens she's like she gets so fired up for it and you can tell it's making her happy but she's also like i do need to catch this thing yeah and mm. so my wife and i call it we've made fairies like oh well, i made fairies like <laughs> oh, we're making fairies, making fairies. Um, that's really like, cute she just wants to befriend the fairies she just wants to like lick them or something i don't know what she wants to do but she's like she's like i gotta get close and <laughs> <laughs> inevitably it's like if we do it for like a minute eventually still settle down and be like okay all right well i know they're out there but if we do it for too long like if we do it for like 15 minutes for the entire afternoon she's like where are they <laughs> they were right here i swear to god oh and i sort of feel like it's one of those 80s movies where there's like a you know some sort of invisible helper yeah. to the main character and there's like an evil villain who's like where are those i knew they were just in here a minute ago i swear it's like, that's what nessie's like with the little like, lights that. on the ceiling <laughs> i mean that would be confusing if you don't understand light you'd be yeah, like, yeah truly <laughs> I, I it was there yeah. though right you, why are you guys gaslighting me yeah, yeah. Like, and it moves it, <laughs> like i know it's real it moves it's not yeah. It's not like sunlight that's just coming in. I know what that is. That, I've seen that yeah. a bunch. Yeah. I've seen that. This is different. <laughs> You're not going to believe it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I love that. And I also love <laughs> just calling it making fairies. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah I don't know where we really came up sweet. with that, but it's, it's yeah, perfect. it happens a lot. <laughs> it's really cute. Okay. As promised, our final oh, yeah. question okay. of All the right. show. Here we go. Yes. If you were an animal, what animal would you be? Okay, I, I have thought about this in the past. Okay. Um, and I think ultimately I would choose, I think I would choose like a hawk or an eagle. Okay. Because I do think one of the coolest things that you could do if you were an animal would be to fly. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be incredibly cool. Yeah. Um, but also it's like if you're a small bird, you have to worry about bigger birds. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, totally. well, if I'm a hawk, then I don't have to worry about that. No. I guess I have to worry about getting like hunted, I suppose. Sure. If sure. there are certain certain types of hawk. Yeah. But I think in general a hawk life is like maybe not a bad you know, you're in like maybe a national park somewhere <laughs> or a nice yeah. forest. Yeah. For sure. A lot of a lot of clean air. Yeah. A lot of good sun. Kind that sounds pretty sky. good to me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think that's what I'd go for. I love that. Yeah, that's smart picking a predator, I think. <laughs> you know, I just... don't know if it's smart, but I think it's like one less thing on your anxiety checklist. Yeah, Ab yeah absolutely. Just like, yeah, I always forget that the, the that birds have to worry about, you know, they have to look up. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I'm a bird. I shouldn't have to do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, if you pick something like mouse, it's like, well, you're really, you yeah, know, yeah they're cute, but like, <laughs> yeah. you got a lot of concerns as a mouse. Yeah, for sure. Also, if just, I don't know, I feel like if someone's 
someone said that they think they'd, they'd be a mouse, I'd be like, you want to talk about your perception of yourself <laughs> yeah. a little bit? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's like, huh. Back okay. yourself more. <laughs> yeah, dream, dream a little bit bigger. Dream you know? bigger. Like maybe, yeah. like, be a gerbil. Be, yeah. <laughs> be a gerbil. Longer tail. Longer tail. Yeah. <laughs> Quick release. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I want to spend my life in hiding. Yeah, That's, and you're like, I guess for some people that would be a plus. Yeah. But not what like not safe, you know what I mean? Like I feel yeah, like, not like secure yes. hiding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just nervous. Yeah. There is, I mean, I guess if you grew up reading like a lot of like, um, you know, like those red, red wall, wall books mm-hmm. or like uh, the borrowers mm-hmm. or something like that, there is yeah. maybe a some appeal and be like, oh, oh yeah, a little mouse and like you know, having a little have like a cap. yeah, like a cozy little nook somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I've got a little cat made out of an acorn or something, and you're like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that does sound nice. But then one hawk shows up and you're like, God, oh, no. Damn. <laughs> Day's ruined. Yeah. Was that you, Jeremy? And then- Maybe it's me. And I do apologize if that's if that was my fault. But yeah, well, you birds know, gotta if eat. you're a hawk, you're not thinking about that. <laughs> exactly. You're just soaring. You're yeah. out there, wings out, just being like, oh. It does look day. real nice up there. Because especially right. they don't really have to flap that much. It seems nice yeah. to just like. I was going to say it's minimal effort, Ooh, isn't it? They're just the catching current. those currents. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we just went up to um, Griffith Park Observatory mm-hmm. with some friends of mine who were, who were staying with us last week. And we did the hike up there and we got to this like rest point on the hike and a hawk came by and it came probably within like six feet of me. Yeah. And a friend of ours like got it on video of like yes. uh, going by and we were just like, oh my God. But it was also Whoa. just like beautiful watching a hawk fly you're yeah. like god it looks so nice yeah, there's like two that yeah. live really close to my house that i'm kind of obsessed with uh, yeah yeah I, there's two so in the daytime i have the two hawks and i love watching their antics and at night there's one uh great horned owl oh sure and like it's every you hear the the owl screech it's like the classic mm. and yeah. we're always like oh, what do you think it's getting it, that's clearly it's like <laughs> victory screech and it's really satisfying some um, mouse just lost his acorn cap. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a family was just torn apart. Oh, sad. Very sad. <laughs> oh my god. No, it's not true. What I said wasn't true. If anyone no, no, got okay, sad, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, that's not how it happened. No, 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 no. no. no, no, no. <laughs> it's all bachelors that get taken out. <laughs> yeah, they only pick, and they're jerks. They yeah. yeah, they only pick the mean ones of just like broken up with some poor other mouse and yes. like you know broken her heart and yep. like tried to run off with her friend. Like they only take out the sleazy mice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what they don't tell you about <laughs> owls is that they're looking for like the yeah, the cad mice. Yes, they are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of like the Batman of you know they they kind of take crime, but it's all very personal crime into their own hands. Yeah, sure. You yeah. know. Um, Jeremy, thank you so much for being on the show. This has oh, been so thank fun. Thank you so much for having me. This was an absolute delight to talk about both my own dog and Eurovision. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> uh, and is there anything we should know about? I mean, your your uh, evangelist is going to be here on Max Fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the- same same uh, website okay. you know and love, maximumfun.org. Uh, amazing. Episodes weekly starting uh, January 18th. Uh, we'll, we'll get you, I promise we'll get you ready. For the uh, <laughs> final, the 2024 Eurovision final in Malmö, Sweden. Ooh, perfect. Um, it's and it's oh, actually, it. it's the 50th anniversary of ABBA winning. Oh. In 1974, so like, 
they have said, Abba oh, they're going like, to go big. They're like, we're not going to perform. We won't be there. And everyone's like, mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, no, you're not going to do anything. Um, but one very funny American pop culture thing that has infected this is people are like, well, why isn't it in Stockholm? And Sweden has hosted a number of times, and sometimes it is in Stockholm. And it's also been in Malmö before. But the reason that they couldn't even consider doing it in Stockholm is because Taylor Swift's Eras tour is booked for Stockholm that weekend. And they're Hilarious. like, you cannot cancel the Eras tour. It's not worth it. No. For the economy as well. Like it just I was going to say, like, I'm yeah. sure Stockholm is like, oh, we need, we need that, that Taylor Swift money. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. Mess with that. Absolutely. Oh, incredible. Well, mm. thank you so much again. Thanks so much for having me. I still have not set up my uh, video bird feeder yet, so I don't I'm have. So excited! I'm to so see excited, you... but I don't yeah. have any bird updates yet. And it's we have to go buy bird seed, and I we haven't yet. And it's just like every day we think to do it way too late. It's one of those mm. like you get home from stuff and you go, oh man, yeah, bird seed still. But I promise soon I'll be doing my uh, my bird yeah, updates. Well, we need to set up like a comfort creatures bird feed. Oh, that's good. You know, like a bird feed. That we bird can feed. Yeah, bird feed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Um, um, so everyone can see who's visiting you. Yeah. That would be really lovely. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, and hopefully it works out. Because also there's like, where do you put it? And that where the most birds will see it. And so I think it's going to be a little bit of experimentation at first. But when I get it going... You know you're going to be hearing about all the birds I see. Yeah. That's going to be so good. Yeah. Beginning of January. Mm-hmm. 2024 is upon us. Yep. Year of the Dragon. Is it? Yeah. I just looked it up a little bit oh, ago. Oh, okay. We're going to have to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Because one, one thing about us, we like dragons. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this podcast, we love a dragon. The comfort creatures um, here. House of the Dragon is back soon. Mm-hmm. Um, TV show which I'm very excited about. It's true, and I I still haven't um, read Fourth Wing, so I got to do that. Oh uh, yeah, we maybe we should. That's our like project. Yeah, like just consume as much dragon content. Yeah, as possible, given that it's, it's pretty good. Dragon. Yeah. I'm gonna really try and embody the dragon this year. I don't Ooh. know how I'm gonna do that yet, but I am. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Sp- don't ask me how. Existence. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't ask me how. I'm just speaking into existence. I want to be more of a dragon. Yeah. This year. I yeah. and I think you will be. Thanks. Yeah. 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 I believe in you. Um <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, uh, join us on Discord. Tell us how you're gonna be yeah. a dragon this year. Um email us your uh ready pet goes at comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org. Follow us on Instagram and I think that's all that's it. Yeah. All right. I think I think that's about the measure of it. Wonderful. I've been Alexis B. Preston. I've been Ella McLeod. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.